0: Hey y'all, Zach here. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, Just let me explain. It's free. Um, There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so you don't need too much expertise to start. Uh, Anchor will distribute your podcast across all platforms, so you don't have to worry about making an account for Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, etc. Um, You can make money from your podcasts um, with no minimum listenership, so it's easy to get started. All in one place, everything you need to know. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers, thanks a lot for having me. Uh, Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm here to talk to you about the secret weapon that is Google Data Studio uh, and how you can use Data Studio to save loads of time, loads of effort. Uh, so, introduce myself. I don't have a name badge yet, but I'll pick one up straight after the talk. Uh, my name is Daniel Cartland. Uh, I work at an e commerce SEO agency uh, called Novos. Um, yeah, and so today's talk I'm going to run through Data Studio. Here's what you can expect um, a run through of what Data <laughs> Studio is, um, some basics, how to set up a report. Uh, some really useful things to pull through. Um, diving a bit deeper into categorizing information and how to do that. Uh, connecting to your favorite web crawlers, deep crawl, screaming frog. Um, adding commentary uh, that stays with your report. Uh, and finally, making your report really user friendly. <laughs> um, so at this stage, you might be thinking, OK, he's doing a, report, he's doing a presentation uh, on a reporting platform. You know, he must love numbers. He must have an affinity for data. Well, this isn't actually the case. I hate reporting. Um, And that's sort of the reason that I found Data Studio and the reason I use Data Studio is because I really hate reporting and it makes it way easier. Um, Why do I hate reporting? It takes loads of time. I find it incredibly boring. Um, It takes loads of time. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, And it's also dangerous. you might be sat there thinking, okay, you know, yeah, it, it takes loads of time. Yeah, it is pretty boring, but okay, how's how it dangerous? Well, who's ever received an email that looks a little bit like this? Hi, Daniel. Thanks for sending through the reports. Uh, I was wondering if you could take a deeper look at something really, really specific. Uh, it's really hard to pull, ultimately pointless, and I, I won't really look at it in the end, but uh, I need it by first thing tomorrow. And this is the kicker. Thanks in advance. So you don't... You don't really have a choice in the matter. Like you have to pull this data. Um, I'm going to talk to you about Data Studio and how this can really help with situations like this. You can free up the time uh, to spend on something a bit more useful, uh, where that's really sort of analysing the data rather than pulling it, uh, or it's just something else that you do in your day-to-day job. So this is why Data Studio is really useful uh, compared to sort of an Excel report. It's really static. It's clunky. Doesn't look great. Uh, it's probably going to crash right before you've saved it. Uh, So you have to do it all over again. Data Studio is automated, uh, it's shareable, it's scalable, uh, and it's very, very flexible, so you can dig into the information, uh, exactly what you want to see. So what is Data Studio? You know, this all sounds great, but but what exactly is it? So it's a reporting platform from Google. Uh, It connects to APIs, so this connects to APIs on Google's platform, such as um, Search Console, Data Studio, Uh, but it also connects to external APIs, Um, Systrix, um, shout out. Um, But um, yeah, you can pull through loads of data, have it all in one place. Um, It also allows you to uh, customize your visualizations. So in uh, Google Analytics, you might just have a sort of generic line graph. In Data Studio, you can really play around with how you visualize information, uh, what is the best way for you to show that information to your boss, to your client, uh, how you're gonna get your message across. And perhaps most importantly, it is free. So these are some of the sources you can pull through. Um, You've obviously got sort of uh, Analytics Search Console, um, Google Sheets as well, Uh, and this is a really great um, way to connect to other tools that maybe don't have their own API, Um, things like Deep Crawl and Screaming Frog, which I'll talk about a little bit later. If you're connecting to those, you'll pull them through via uh, Google Sheets. Um, but also a lot of sort of ranking platforms have their own APIs or make it very easy to pull through ranking data. Um, and it also pulls through Google Ads if you're running paid campaigns. Uh, I'm not gonna be talking about that today because I'm an SEO, but I understand there's some people that like, like paid search, you know. Won't hold it against you. <laughs> but yeah, it's really powerful. has all your data sources in one place. You don't have to open sort of several different tabs, dive into data, to get lost everything you want to see will all be contained in your Data Studio report. So how do you set up a report? Now, I'm not gonna go into too much detail because I do think the best way to get your head around Data Studio is to really try it yourself. Um, But I'm gonna sort of quickly jump in on how to do it and some things to consider. So head to Data Studio, um, set up a new report, create a new data source. Uh, At this stage, you'll have to authorise Data Studio to see all your data. Uh, log into your Google account, and you'll see a screen that looks a little bit like uh, this. Um, so a load of green boxes, a load of dropdowns, um, and I remember when I was just sort of getting into Data Studio, I was incredibly daunted by this. I was thinking, right, I'm at the first hurdle here, I don't know what any of this means. Don't worry about it at this stage, um, just add it to your report. Uh, it's essentially just saying this is the information you can access uh, through Data Studio, this is what we've pulled from your data source. Now my top tip at this stage is name everything. So you can see, uh, I think in the top right of that, or top left, it says uh, all website data. So this is what your data source is named. Um, When you're first getting started, it won't make much of a difference, but if you're sort of working for an agency or you're pulling in multiple data sources, uh, it can get confusing very, very quickly. Um, So you want to make it a really uh, clear and concise name. What is that data source you're pulling through? Similarly, if you do, Create filters, um, anything you're creating, make sure you name it in a really clear manner. Uh, Trust me, I learned the hard way when I had about 10 data sources that were all all website data, uh, and I had to go through trying to figure out which was for which client. Um, Don't do what I did. Start off on the right foot, uh, name everything. So once you're in, you'll see something like this. Uh, You can add a chart, it's really easy. Select the sort of uh, visualisation you want. Just click it, click on there. Um, On the right, you'll see something like that. Uh, You can select your dimensions. Again, it's exactly the sort of stuff you'd see in Google Analytics, uh, and you can split it by the metrics you're after. This is things like page views, sessions, uh, bounce rate, uh, time on page. Uh, You can pretty much split it up however you want. So the beauty of it is you can report on exactly what you want. Um, and you know, we're going to talk about some features uh, of Google Data Studio, probably some more advanced features of it today. But I think this is really uh, the crux of the talk. What do you spend time reporting on that you don't want to spend time reporting on? What, when you're in Google Analytics, sort of going down a rabbit hole, what could you pull and see really clearly straight off the bat in one report? What's something your clients always ask for? What's something your boss always asks for? What's something you always look for? And again. This is what uh, if you can automate this and find that information really easily. This is what's going to free up your time, to spend it doing something else, or analysing uh, that data to find uh, things that are going to push your business, push your website forward. So put your basics first. Um, so uh, I've got a couple of examples here. Um, here's a data studio for, for Novos, a company I work for. Um, really simple. Got our KPIs. You know. Sessions it's always something that I have to look at, so why not make it really easy? I can just log into my data studio and I see it right there. Um, top, top landing pages, device split. As I say, we're an e commerce uh, agency, um, so for that, that sort of thing, you might want to uh, dig into uh, revenue, um, transactions, conversion rate. And again, over the course of a month, I can see okay, which days did I perform particularly well? Maybe there's a traffic spike, maybe I earn a, a lot of revenue on one particular day might want to dig into that a bit further. I can really clearly see it all in one place. So you might notice that in both of these uh, reports, I've also split my data by segment. Uh, I've categorized my data. This is another really powerful uh, feature in Google Data Studio. Rather than pulling reports um, into Excel, applying filters, totaling data, you can categorize your data once. And then every time you come back to it, those same categories will be there. You can then easily um, track categories over time, compare different categories, and how do you do this? Uh, So pages can be grouped using regular expression. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples uh, of of how I've used this uh, and how I think it's really powerful. So one is brand versus non-brand split from Search Console. Um, So what I've basically said here is Whenever my query matches nov for, for novos, uh, count it as branded. If not, count it as non-brand. Um, the reason I've chosen nov rather than the full novos uh, is because the amount of times people misspell brand names is quite shocking. So just trying to keep, uh, capture all the data I can, uh, make sure it's already relevant. Um, if you're sat there thinking, this is all well and good, but this looks pretty complicated, I don't know regular expression, well, neither do I. Uh, but I've, sort of, I've managed to get through with a like few Google searches and a couple of bits of knowledge. Uh, so dot asterisk um, matches any character any number of times. So that's what I've used here. If nov is included anywhere in the query, that will be counted as branded traffic, branded searches. And the pipe means or, uh, and I'll show you an example of that in a little bit. So to give an example of what this looks like in a report, this is my uh, search console data. I've got my queries, everything showing. I can select a filter, filter it down, so I'm just looking at branded searches. Um, again, really easy to dive into your data to find exactly what you're after. Um, if you're an SEO agency, you, know, you might be more interested in, in non-brand traffic. You have a bit more uh, power to influence non-branded traffic. So you might be you know, more interested in seeing how that's increased. It will have increased, obviously, because you know, your SEO is working on the, on the account. So. Similarly, content sections. Um, So here, uh, I've split my um, website by the uh, categories you get in Shopify, Um, but equally it's really flexible. Uh, If you're uh, an e-commerce website uh, and you have a subfolder for t-shirts, a subfolder for shorts, uh, a subfolder for sunglasses, you can split your information up uh, to reflect those subfolders, Uh, and again, that means you can analyse them uh, at the category level. If maybe T-shirts one month uh, has seen a particular increase, I can see that really, really clearly. I can dive into it a bit more. Which products have, have driven this? Maybe I want to push them a bit harder. and maybe want to find out why are people buying this particular product. Again, you set it up once uh, and you can keep coming back to it rather than having to pull all the raw data every time and analyse it that way. That's exactly why day is so great. Spend your time analysing your data instead of preparing it few more examples of uh, how you can use Data Studio uh, and how, I found, um, how I've used Data Studio that I found really, really useful. Uh, applying multiple filters. So in Search Console and Analytics, I think uh, you have the option of adding like, two filters, um, whereas in Data Studio, you can add as many as you want. What this means is you can get really, really granular data, really, really granular insight. So for example, here, I'm looking at two different content segments, uh, just new visitors and only people visiting from the desktop. Again, if you think back to the email at the beginning, if your client's asking something really specific, great, yeah, they can dive into it themselves. Feel free. It won't have that back and forth anymore. You won't be having to spend your time uh, sort of pulling the data yourself. It's really user-friendly, really easy for them to sort of dig into the data themselves. If this isn't enough, uh, again, you can uh, have a a search functionality. Um, So if there's... Everyone I've worked with, uh, and myself included, there's always like, a specific landing page that they're, they're championing. Uh, maybe they, they've asked uh, the client to set it up. They've said, you know, this is going to be the big money maker. Uh, and they'll always want to check on that one specific landing page. Um, they can do that really easily. They won't have to be, have the back and forth. Uh, everyone can dive into the information they want. You can dive into the information that you find the most useful really, really easily. Uh, again, things like queries, landing pages, particular products, um, or even like country data. Really flexible um, and saves loads and loads of time. Again, uh, you can make your your chart look good. Uh, Interactive data. So you can see I've got uh, a date filter at the top, but equally I can set it so uh, you can select uh, a date range from the graph itself. What this means is, if I see a particular peak on the graph, I don't have to worry about changing the date range, figuring out which dates it's between I can actually go straight to the source, highlight it, and it'll update all the other information around it so I can see what's driving that, you know, um, what's really driving that that traffic, driving that increase. Again, saving loads and loads of time. Drill down. Um, This is another really powerful feature. Um, What it does is use a single uh, graph or a single visualization with ever uh, increasing levels of detail. So in my example here, what I've done is I've plotted my sessions and my revenue across the course of a month. Um, but i be asking, okay, what days are people visiting the site? I can drill down and I can see another layer of data uh, on top of my monthly data. Okay, people are visiting on a Tuesday. Maybe I want to plan a sort of campaign around a Tuesday. That's why I know people will be receptive. People are visiting the site, spending money on the site those days. I might want to stay away from sort of Friday evening when everyone's out having a beer. But I want more than that, what what time of day? Maybe on my email campaign, what time of day do I send it? Well, drill down even further. Uh, I can see hour on hour uh, average data. And again, if we compare this to sort of, if you were pulling it, the raw data, you have to pull sort of three sets of data, find it in analytics, pull it out, total it, somehow create three charts around it. In here, once it's set up, you can keep visiting this data, you can change the date range, it's really easy. There for you to analyze. Um, yeah, so I just touch on another really great use I've used for drill down um, is if you've categorized your information. For example, I can see my t shirts are selling really well. Um, I can then uh, set my landing page as a drill down um, so I can then see which landing pages are driving that year on year increase or month on month increase. Um, so again, all in one place, really, really easy to visualize. So I started my career at Screaming Frog, uh, so I do have a bit of an affinity for web crawlers and the information they provide. Uh, So I've been trying to pull these through into Data Studio for quite a while, and I finally cracked it. Um, It's actually not as hard as I thought it was. Uh, Deep Crawl have a really great guide on how to do it. Um, And Deep Crawl in particular is very, very powerful um, because once it's set up, it's completely automated. What I've used is is Zapier or Zapier. um, And I've said every time a new crawl completes for a particular website, it will update uh, a new row in Google Sheets. I've connected my Google Sheets to Data Studio. And so I can pull through data such as the number of pages that are resolving on the site, the number of pages that are redirecting, the number of pages that are resulting in 404 errors. And I can plot this over time. So I can see maybe if my uh, number of resolving pages completely skyrockets. Uh-oh, what's happened here? Uh, maybe someone's opened a parameter. Uh, equally, if my number of 404 pages shoots up, I can dive into that. Okay, where are they coming from? These are the sorts of things that you check anyway when you're looking at crawls. Uh, you can make it really easy to spot, um, spot the trends as you go. Screaming Frog uh, is slightly more manual uh, because I haven't figured a way to pull it directly in um, but it's a very simple, sort of copy and paste into a Google Sheet uh, once you've got your export um, and you can automate it as much as possible. If every week you have to run a sort of health check on your website, uh, maybe schedule it for, uh, to run on a Sunday evening. Uh, schedule it to export uh, your uh, report of choice, which is all functionality within Screaming Frog. By the time you get in Monday morning, great, your report's ready to go. Open it up, copy and paste it into Google Sheets and you've got the information there, uh, ready to go, ready to analyse. Um, using um, Zapier, you can actually uh, set it up so you get a text when your crawl's completed. Um, I'm not sure why you want to do it, but it made me laugh, it's sort of like peak SEO, isn't it? Like getting excited over getting a text <laughs> that your crawl's finished. Um, so yeah, have a bit of fun with it. You might be thinking at this stage, you know, this is, this is great, but you know, I, I get paid to give some insight. I need to add commentary, I need to explain the trends. I, I send an email with my reports, explaining exactly what's going on. Well, Data you can help there as well. What you can do is uh, set up a Google Sheet again uh, that matches your commentary to a particular date. Uh, why this is really useful is it means that uh, if you change your date range, it will pull through that commentary with it. So instead of um, scrolling through thousands and thousands of email archives to find out why six months ago there was a dip in traffic, you can just increase the date range on your report and it's right there. Example here, uh, when I'm just looking at October, it's only pulling through one comment. Wow, how cool. I agree. Um, Whereas when I increase the date range, it pulls through the relevant uh, data with it. To take this to the next level, um, you don't even have to store your sheet somewhere different. Um, You can embed URLs in Data Studio And if you insert the editable Google Sheets URL, what that means is you can edit Google Sheets to update your Data Studio commentary within Data Studio. This is kind of confusing, um, but I like to refer to it as Data Studio Inception. Um, Basically all it means is uh, you can have everything in one place uh, and it's really easy to do. You can then hide the page uh, when you're sending over the report. Whoever you're sending it to it doesn't have to see these. Uh, you keep it nice and clean. So, really functional uh, and again, really aesthetic. Finally, uh, I'm going to touch upon making your report user friendly. Um, so, I learned the hard way that aesthetics do mean a lot um, in business. Uh, I was fairly new to SEO uh, and I'd, I'd just run a meeting. Uh, my first meeting, I was talking about strategy. I was saying, you know, create this landing page, your visibility is going to skyrocket. I was thinking, I've nailed this. I, you know, saw the promotion on the horizon. Um, can't wait for the feedback. Uh, got back to work. Got some feedback, um, but unfortunately, all they said is I'd used the wrong brand logo. Um, so I learned I learned that the hard way. Uh, aesthetics do matter. And again, it's really easy to make your day-to-day reports uh, really visually pleasing and really aesthetic. Some examples: uh, create a dashboard. Uh, so if you're sending this report to uh, multiple people in a company that each have a different product area or a different um, area of interest, you can link off to particular reports, you might have an organic report and a paid report, they can just click on that area of interest and be taken straight there, they don't have to worry about sort of scrolling through everything. Um, some other use cases of this, uh, if you've got sort of your SEO strategy maybe um, in Google Slides, link to that, any time your client will know where to find your, your SEO strategy, they can check in on it without having to sort of scroll through their, uh, their folders, send you an email saying, "Archie, oh, send it over again? It's lost somewhere. Everything's in one place. If you're running an outreach campaign, you've just secured a massive link from a national website, again, why not put that in there, link to that? It's really easy to put everything in one place. Um, and again, really usable, really user-friendly. How do you link? Um, well, unfortunately, Day Studio doesn't yet uh, allow you to link from uh, images or shapes. So you can sort of have a little bit of a hacky way around this. Um, learned this from Medi. Um, never actually met him, but he's a, he's a Data Studio wizard. So definitely check out that link if you've got time. Uh, but you can basically create a text box, uh, fill that with text, link from it, and then set the opacity of the text to 0%. Essentially, what that means is it looks exactly like you're clicking on the button, but you're not little bit of a hack, but it works really, really well. Uh, and make it branded. You know, as I said earlier, um, little things can matter. What are your clients' uh, font? What colours do they like using? Showing that you're aligned with their brand can go a really long way, really make your report powerful. It probably, probably shouldn't matter. It should be the data that counts, but it does. So, you know, why not get on board with it? So how might you pull a few of these things together uh, to make a useful report, Uh, maybe as a one-off case? Um, Website migration. So no matter how well prepared you are for website migration, they do often go wrong. Um, Maybe your staging environment is inexplicably, completely different from your live environment. Um, We've all been there. What I might do is uh, connect to DeepCrawl. So as soon as my site goes live, uh, I can crawl the site Get that information in a really visual way, a really easy way to see. In my example here, I'll know um, my number of 200 pages (laughs) has dropped massively. My number of 404-ing pages has shot up. Uh, I want to investigate this. Maybe uh, I haven't linked to a category page. um, And maybe one of my redirects hasn't uh, gone through properly, resulting in a 404. What I can do is then add some commentary um, tied to your dates. So I can say on the 30th, This is when the migration went live, 31st. I'm saying this is what we're seeing. Uh, These are the fixes. I can communicate with the devs and the client I'm gonna send this over to. These are the fixes we suggest you implement. I can embed a URL so they can check it out for themselves, uh, and I can link to the list of 404s that I want them to fix. Really, really easy. I don't have time though, you know. I'm a busy person. I don't have time to set up these reports, set up a new report for every client every time I have to do something. Well, you can scale up really easily. You can literally copy and paste a report that you've got, uh, match up the data sources, and again, you've got a new report for a new client. You can also beg, borrow, and steal reports. Um, I wouldn't recommend stealing reports, uh, but I guess in theory you could. Um, There are loads and loads of templates out there, uh, and again, you can just copy it over. Uh, If you're interested in, say, like a site speed report, Google it, you can find the, the template, copy your data sources, and you've got it there ready to go in literally minutes. <coughs> you can also switch data sources within uh, Data Studio. So if you've got uh, maybe an international website, uh, you can switch between your UK version of analytics to your, your German version of analytics to your French version of analytics really, really easily, all in one place. I've blurred out the, uh, the client there. Um, they didn't ask me to, but everyone seems to do it. I guess a bit of an air of mystery. Um, but yeah, really functional, really easy. And you can share your reports, uh, add people to view them. Uh, if uh, your client's worried about security, if your boss is worried about security, you can assign only certain people to view the reports. Um, similarly, if you want to add in commentary to it, if you're just sending this report over every month, schedule it to be sent out on the first of the month. Don't have to worry about it. It'll go, uh, you won't get that email chaser, where's my report? I'm in a meeting and I need it. Um, again, making your life really easy, saving loads of time. And you can also download it as a PDF. So what I'm trying to say here is, time savings really do add up. Uh, We work around 261 days per year. It's kind of depressing, but you know, can't do much about it. If you can save just 10 minutes every day, and I think that's easily, easily achievable by switching to Data Studio, uh, this is about 43 and a half hours uh, in a year. And I've done the math here, to put this into a bit of context, this is completely true, uh, verified. This is equivalent to about 87 beers every year. (laughs) That's a lot of beers. Um, If this isn't enough for you saying, I'm trying to run a business here, you know, beers are great, but I'm trying to run a business. Um, If you have five employees, they spend a day of reporting every month, and you charge them about £400 a day, Uh, over the course of the year, this will save you um, around £12,000. So a significant amount of money. So hopefully, thank you for listening, uh, and hopefully I have uh, described to you the story of how I went from hating reporting to loving reporting via Google Data Studio. Thank you very much.